Talk 1041. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Oh, Fauci. Oh, Fauci. New information release that he was really more instrumental in trying to cover up for the communist Chinese in the lab leak. Talking about uh, COVID. A lot of people are like, why now? I mean, the timing of this does not seem very good, right? I mean, this doesn't seem great. Why would the Biden administration? Last week, there was the revelation that that you had a, a few more of these government agencies within the Biden administration acknowledging that, well, maybe this lab leak thing actually does have some merit. Maybe the people who were curious about a potential lab leak weren't actually racist after all. They weren't tinfoil hat-wearing individuals after all. They weren't conspiracy theorists after all. Maybe there was something legit. Maybe they weren't anti-science after all. Maybe they were right. And you've got Biden in in the midst of of, uh, his announcement, which is expected to come well, who knows when with Biden that he's going to run for re-election and and I, you know it just why why now? Well, I tell you the reason why now because Republicans have control of Congress, which means they have control of committees, which means they have certain powers to subpoena information, and this is out. This is getting ahead of it. This is to get the information out. Of course, they they prefer it not come out at all for a number of different reasons. But, but the, the timing of this is simply about trying to, as best as possible, steer the narrative and also claim, hey, look, we weren't hiding anything. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. We were the ones that, that we acknowledged this before Republicans ever began uh, uh, getting any of the documents that they subpoenaed. I, we weren't hiding anything. Uh, uh, we were some of the first people, as soon as we found out, just like with those documents in my garage, uh, the first ones, as soon as we found out, we did what was right and we released that. That's what all this is about. If Republicans did not win control of Congress, these admissions would never come. If Republicans did not have control of Congress, you would not have different departments within the executive branch making these admissions. You would still have censorship. You would still have accusations of racism, anti-science being thrown around just like it was with Senator Cotton and his op-ed piece and anyone else that even wanted to point out the fact that there was this lab in Wuhan where they were doing this research. This is an acknowledgement from the Democrats. They know it is inevitable. This information is going to come out. It is an acknowledgement. They know. You you notice that Fauci no longer is the greatest guy in the world. I mean, they certainly, Democrats, they aren't out there dogging on him. But they just, it seems as if he's quietly backed away. Just quietly, you know, just gone away. uh, and, And we're hearing less and less praise of the great Fauci. They know what information is to come. 
coming up a, a number of different things. <laughs> you got to give it to some of these Democrats. At least they're being honest. Chuck Schumer has fully acknowledged that he believes as a government official that he should be able to tell Fox News what to do. So to, to a degree, you must give a little bit of credit to Democrats that they fully are in certain capacities acknowledging they have no respect for freedom of the press, no respect for freedom of religion, no respect for freedom of speech. And they are willing to display their authoritarian nature. Now, the context in which this, there was this um, the story, the New York Times had a story uh February 16th. So this was a couple of weeks ago. Fox stars privately expressed disbelief about election fraud claims. Comments by Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and others were released as part of a defamation suit against Fox News by Dominion Voter Systems. And so the allegations here are that Fox News, they all knew they were lying about this. I'm going to give you a, a perspective on this that I hope will make you think a little bit. Well, I know it will for most of you, because most of you are thinking people. Jason Rima with the latest news update. Three Kansas City police officers who were shot last week while serving a search warrant have been released from the hospital. Those officers were shot at a home where they served a federal warrant as part of a drug task force investigation. The shooting led to an 18-hour standoff that ended when a SWAT team entered the home and found a 62-year-old man dead. A bill in the Missouri Senate would limit the amount of foreign land ownership in the state. That comes after concerns about a Chinese spy balloon that flew across the country. Republican Senator Bill Eigel from Weldon Springs says if the bill doesn't pass, Chinese interests will hurt Missouri's economy. They could actually drive up the cost, artificially drive up the cost of farmland in the, in the state of Missouri to where everyday farmers that you and I are talking to every day can't even afford to get into that market. That's sound from Missouri News Network. A lawsuit filed by a Muslim advocacy group says that corrections officers at a Missouri prison used pepper spray on Muslims while they were praying, then retaliated when they complained. It says corrections officers at the state prison in Bonterre doused Muslims with pepper spray as they were praying in February of 2021. The lawsuit also says those men had been allowed to pray before and the attack was unprovoked. I'm Jason Rima, Springfield's Talk. First alert forecast, uh, partly sunny day, windy, high of 73, mostly cloudy, 41 tonight. Slight chance of rain tomorrow with high of 54, rainy and windy on Wednesday, 50 for the high. Uh, we have happy hour coming up this Friday. Uh, that's a Retro Metro. We'd love for you to join us, 4 to 6. Just come have some cocktails, have some delicious food if you want, or uh, just conversation. Just hang out with us. It's a great, fun get-together. Uh, hopefully some of you that went on uh, The Great Escape with us will will come out. Maybe you haven't ever been to a happy hour, and you'll take this opportunity to do so. Incidentally, I want to thank James Clary for filling in on Monday, Kyle Wyatt for filling in on on Wednesday, Houston and Katie for uh, you know helping out in terms of production and a number of other things as well. And uh, all of you who went, uh, it was a great time, was it not? It's good to be back. It was. It's always great to be back. Now, did you have to go through additional TSA? No, I did not. I, I, I got. Boy, I sure did. did. Who handed the guy the paperwork? Was it you or Ryan? It was me. Um, see, I, I gave it to Morgan. I was like, here, just you hand it to him, maybe because you're a girl. 
uh, they'll wave us through. And so what did they do? I know it was just random. I mean, right? they they just asked me a bunch of questions about my job. And did, did every... they t- tase you? No. <laughs> Put me in a little room and made me undress? No. Um, no, they just went through my, my luggage and all that. So... We, we've uh, been flying for several years into Cancun, and the airport over the years, the, the first time we went, it was not at all like it is today. And I, I must say that the level of friendliness and the efficiency of the Cancun airport far exceeds St. Louis. Oh, yes. I, I mean, just without question, even the friendliness component to it. Yep, I agree. Uh, the cleanliness component to it. I mean, it is the cleanest airport. It, it they just the friendliest people whether you're talking about security now we went through frontier airlines so i can't speak for the other airlines but but the folks that uh you know would check you in at least you know in the experience i had uh, in the cancun on the cancun side i mean st louis we get there and there are the self-checkout kiosk which did not work because evidently someone punched the screens in and so the line was backed up forever in a day and the people who were running the ticket counter were not by any stretch the friendliest people tsa not by any stretch. There was one person in particular. I mean, the woman was almost as if she wanted you to know she hated her job and you. Then you get to Cancun, and I mean, they're just as friendly as can be. Everything works. And I, it's just, I, I thought to myself, we keep talking about being a third world country and how, you know, particularly in blue areas of the country, how far things have gone downhill. And I, and I, I mean, we, we used to think, wow, this is such a... a, a, a a beacon of what things can be, uh, particularly compared to you know, third world countries. Yet here you look at an airport like in St. Louis, and again, the people working there also, which I'm not saying that all of them were bad, but just in this experience and other experiences I've had in American airports versus foreign airports, and, and then down in Cancun, and it's just like night and day the difference, but everything's flipped around. You, you look at an airport like Cancun and you think, man, now this is the way it can be. This is I, That was my feeling about it. Was it yours? Yeah, no, I wholeheartedly agree. I just can't believe I had to go through that additional TSA. I was in several years ago, the airport. I I just remember the stark difference between security in Munich, Germany, versus Chicago. And I, this is not an exaggeration. It was easier to understand the people in security, whose English was their second language in Germany than it was in Chicago. Aside from the fact that they were much friendly, I could un- they spoke better English. Just little observations. Springfield's Talk 1041, the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line 447-KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Oh, 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 oh. Doobie Brothers coming to the Great Southern Bank Arena. Thursday, June 15th. You can register now when you text the word BROTHERS to 447-KSGF. Uh, you'll get a thing telling you that uh, you're registered if you did it correctly. I, I think you need to put 417. Uh, it may depend on your carrier, your provider. Maybe you just have to just do it. Uh, 417-447-KSGF for your chance to win a pair of tickets to the show. Uh, that is the Doobie Brothers Great Southern Bank Arena on June 15th. Let me click off there that I said that. Very good. Okay. I want to play some audio. Now, this is Chuck Schumer, and uh, it's just there are a number of aspects of this that deserve attention. And right out of the gate, the fact that you have Chuck Schumer on CNN 
talking about media outlets, specifically Fox News, and what government should do to punish them or hold them accountable for spreading misinformation. Now, this is a network that was largely responsible for disinformation regarding Russian hoax. This is the outlet that still to this day puts on some of the same so-called experts who claim that the Hunter laptop story was Russian disinformation. This is the same network who claimed that it was ludicrous that anyone would suggest that the uh, coronavirus came from a lab. Uh, CNN is, if not in first place, tied for first place when it comes to spreading disinformation. So the just hilarity of this network, talking about Fox News spreading disinformation is just priceless. Now, first, let me tell you the context. This is regard, because we're going to talk about the context of this coming up, uh, and that is that a New York Times report, uh, and there's a defamation lawsuit against Fox News from the um, Dominion, or no, what's the, uh, uh, da, da, da. there's a lawsuit going on, and it, it's uh, the Dominion voting systems, it is Dominion, uh, claim because Fox News uh, allowed uh, information that was uh, um, not true, they claim, uh, regarding the Dominion voting system and so forth, and, and part of it, part of what's been released, are text messages between some of the hosts and so forth, talking about Sidney Powell and others who are out there saying things that they thought were crazy, and so this is proof that Fox News knew that these things were lies, but they were allowing these things to be said uh, anyhow, and they, were al- and they were covering the claims by some of these individuals. So this is Chuck Schumer and, and some nobody host on CNN discussing this. Fox needs to reckon with the lies that it spread, and it may literally have to pay for the lies that it spread. But is it the role of government officials to demand that media organizations say things or tell media organizations what to put on their airwaves? Well, you know, it's hardly the first time that people have said Channel 4 should have done this, the New York Times should have done that. That's not unusual. But what has happened here is, and John, very unusual. This is not simply telling them what to do. This is telling them, showing them, that they have hurt our democracy probably way that no other actor, maybe with the exception of Donald Trump, who used them, um, uh, has done. And so when it's that vital, I think we not only have a right to tell Rupert Murdoch and Fox what to do, but an obligation. And I hope people from one end of the country to the other will call up Fox and say, do what uh, leader Hakeem Jeffries and I asked for, which is stop the lies, say they were wrong, and report the news. You may have a different way of reporting the news than someone else, fine. But lying is not part of that different way and cannot be. It's just so perfect that he mentions Hakeem Jeffries because Hakeem Jeffries is on record as being one of the most adamant election deniers that exist. There, there's not been in my lifetime a Republican president. I don't believe that that has won an election that he did not claim uh, was that he claimed was illegitimate, uh, whether it's from rigged voting machines or whatever it may be. And of course, he refused to acknowledge Trump as president. This is the authoritarian world that we live in. 
And in Orwellian fashion, here you have Chuck Schumer declaring that our, quote, democracy, which we live in a republic, tremendous difference. But nonetheless, we essentially have to crush democracy in order to save it. In order to preserve democracy, we must get rid of the First Amendment. In order to preserve our freedoms, we have to have government come in and punish people in the media when it presents information that powerful people disagree with. This is the this is the world, and to some degree, again, at least Democrats are becoming honest. Now, of course, the question for some of you that are listening now that have voted Democrat your entire life, or maybe you're new to this game and sometimes you vote Democrat, sometimes you don't, is this you as well? Are, are, are you going along for this ride? Uh, or are you going to stay true? You're somebody that I just give you the benefit of the doubt that believed that the Democrat Party is the party of freedom, freedom of the press and so forth. Once you see the, the mask coming away and unveiling the truth, once you hear the admissions from people like Chuck Schumer, uh, who, who says, yes, I believe that when it comes to the press, that government should come in and take control, that we must punish people in the press when they report on information that we deem to be untrue. Now, you think about all of the information that they have deemed to be untrue in the past that, of course, turned out to be true. So are, are you going to go along with that ride? Are you going to join that cult leader and turn your back on everything that you claim that you stand for? That's a decision for individuals to, to uh, reflect upon. And it's clear that a significant portion of the population has chosen either to reflect upon it and say, yes, I want to be authoritarian as long as my people are in charge. Or they have decided not to think at all. They've just chosen their cult leader. Whatever the cult leader says goes. And if that is complete dismissal of the First Amendment, then so be it. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. The American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. George texting in, but he isn't calling on or calling out MSNBC or CNN for lying either. Well, of course, that's the benefit of being authoritarian. You get to ju- you just decide. And here's the thing. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to answer to those who say, well, wait a minute here. You claim that your goal here is to prevent disinformation from being provided, yet not only do you support networks who do just that, but you do it yourself because their answer to that is to also silence you. That, 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 that's the beauty of being totalitarian. You get to crush anyone who says anything you don't like. And you don't have to worry about, well, gosh, well, I can't go out and, and uh, say that you can't do this because this network over here does the same thing. You don't have to worry about that. Just round them up. Silence them. Have those daily calls with social media. 
get former administration officials or former employees of the FBI jobs on the social media network sites. Get them jobs on get former uh, intelligence individuals uh, who are, are part of the deep state and, and who they themselves spread disinformation. Get them jobs on the network. I mean, look at all of them on CNN, MSNBC. That's all you have to do. Because the truth is irrelevant to them. Honesty is irrelevant to them. Ethics, morals are irrelevant to them. Power is the only relevant thing. So it doesn't concern them in the least to come out and claim that this is all about preventing the spread of disinformation when they themselves do it consistently. They don't, it makes no difference to them. In fact, some of them get off on the fact that you know they're doing it because that is a display of their power. That is their way of saying... (laughs) You know I'm full of crap. But watch me. I can do it. Because I have power over you. Traffic update. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All our building company, O-L-L-E-R, for those of you who do not like to do any sort of remodeling of a home, you buy a new home, and you're like, ah, I want to do that. I want it to be exactly the way that I want it. Well, all our building company, that's what they do for you. You go by their showroom floor, and the home is blank canvas. And literally within a couple of hours, and you could take, of course, a couple of weeks if you want to, but within a couple of hours, if you're a quick decision maker and you're like, bam, over there, bam, there, the fixture's over there, the countertop's over there, that's what I want, so forth, the way you want it, day one. All our building company, O-L-L-E-R. First alert forecast. Partly sunny, windy today with a high of 73, overnight low of 41. Then we're going to have it uh, a bit cooler for the next several days with a slight chance of rain tomorrow, 54. Wednesday, rainy and windy, 50, 56 with rain on Thursday. Chuck Schumer on CNN discussing the need of the government to take control of, to punish, to hold accountable. Fox News for spreading disinformation. Now, not CNN or MSNBC. None of the news outlets that are full-blown propagandists for the Democrat Party, of course. But Fox News. The context in which they are having this totalitarian discussion was a New York Times piece, Fox stars privately expressed disbelief about election fraud claims. Newly disclosed messages and testimony from some of the biggest stars and most senior executives at Fox News revealed that they privately expressed disbelief about President Donald Trump's false claims that the 2020 election was stolen from him, even though the network continued to promote many of those lies on the air. The host Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, as well as others at the company repeatedly insulted and mocked Trump advisors, including Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani, in text messages with each other in the weeks after the election, according to a legal filing on Thursday by Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion is suing Fox for defamation in a case that poses considerable financial and reputational risk for the country's most watched cable news network. 
Tucker Carlson wrote to Ingram on November 18th, 2020. Sydney Powell is lying, by the way. I caught her. It's, just, it's insane. Miss Ingram responded, Sydney is a complete nut. No one will work with her. Ditto with Rudy. Mr. Carlson continued, our viewers are good people and they believe it, he added, making it clear that he did not. The messages also show that such doubts extended to the highest level of Fox Corporation with Rupert Murdoch, its chairman, calling Mr. Trump's voter fraud claim, quote, really crazy stuff. On one occasion, as Mr. Murdoch watched Giuliani and Powell on television, he told Suzanne Scott, chief executive of Fox News Media, terrible stuff. Damaging everyone, I fear. Dominion's brief depicts Miss Scott, whom colleagues have described as sharply attuned to the sensibilities of the Fox audience, as being well aware that Trump's claims were baseless. And when another Fox-owned property, the New York Post, published an editorial urging Trump to stop complaining that he had been cheated, Miss Scott distributed it widely among her staff. Mr. Murdoch then thanked her for doing so, the brief said. The filing in state court in Delaware contains the most vivid and detailed picture yet of what went on behind the scenes at Fox News and its corporate parent in the days and the weeks of the 2020 election when the conservative cable network's coverage took an abrupt turn. And then the story goes on from there. But let's talk about this for a bit. Now, first of all, you can't. Recognize. Let's let's say 2020 election. That there are certain areas of concern. Without believing every claim that is out there. Do you know what I'm saying? Let's just specifically talk about Sidney Powell. I know a lot of people. Who recognize that there were clear irregularities and laws broken. Laws ignored admittedly ignored by some of the state's attorney general uh, that are, you know, held by Democrats. It just, you know, there were certain laws, for example, you can't count ballots that, you know, were after this date or that date. And they said, we're going to do it anyway. You can recognize that. I, I knew a lot of people that recognized that those were problems, but did not agree with a lot that Sidney Powell was saying. So to try and simplify a scenario, now I'm not talking about the lawsuit itself. I'm talking about the presentation here, that this is, this is being used as a smoking gun, that Fox News is horrible because they allowed news coverage of accusations that they knew were, weren't true. If you are a person who works on a network and you believe that Giuliani is saying things that you don't buy. You think this is crazy. These accusations are crazy. That does not by default mean that you have to believe that there was absolutely nothing wrong with the way that the election was carried out in each and every state. It isn't all or nothing. We have 50 separate states. We have Lord knows how many different drop boxes across this country. Lord knows how many different precincts in this country. Lord knows how many voting machines in this country. When you have states that will have an attorney general just declare, or a secretary of state rather, and each state was different. You had different Democrat leadership in different states. But just saying that, the, well, the, what the, the state law regarding what can and cannot count as a vote, 
I don't care. That's not fair. So we're just going to count these votes anyhow. If you are a person who believes that there should not be a violation of election laws in a state like Wisconsin, for example, that doesn't mean that you automatically then have to agree with everything that Giuliani or Sidney Powell says. And what they're trying to do here, and again, I'm not talking about the, the lawsuit itself, I'm talking about the presentation, is because you have conversations that are going on among some of these hosts within Fox News that say, well, I don't believe what Sidney Powell's saying. I think she's crazy. In fact, Tucker Carlson's talking about, presumably on his own show, catching her in a lie and pointing it out. But what they're trying to do is because in other areas in which there were clear violations of or ignoring campaign or uh, election laws by some of these officials, or you had you know, just all sorts of weird things going on, potentially, that, 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 is, uh, uh, that, that is a scenario in which Tucker Carlson was promoting something that he knew wasn't true. And... That is not that, you know, one does not exclude the other. If you have 100 accusations that are going on out there and two or three of them you look at and you think, well, those don't make sense to me. I don't think that's true at all. That, but 97 of them, uh, you recognize, yeah, the, there are clearly some issues here that need to be looked at. That's not an inconsistency. That's not presenting any sort of lie. Now, the other aspect of this, and this is an easy trap for people to fall into because I've heard people who are not left-wing whatsoever that they're frustrated that, well, why would Fox News allow these allegations to be aired if they knew that they weren't true? And they're frustrated because they feel like it's a loss of credibility to Fox News and they feel like, you know, uh, that that is uh, you know well I believed Fox News and and now I feel like a fool. Why would they do? I boy they I just wish they hadn't have done that. That is a trap they want you to fall into, and I want to explain that you should not have that perspective, and I'll explain why. That is here in just moments. We're going to get a traffic update. Uh, American transmissions talk at text line four four seven KSGF. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk one zero four one. The New York Times has created essentially a propaganda piece against Fox News for all of the Democrat-run media outlets. Fox stars privately expressed disbelief about election fraud claims. Now, the case itself, of course, is going to be this is very, very difficult to prove because it is a First Amendment case and it's Dominion voting systems. And they have taken Fox News to court and what they're trying to. What what they would have to prove here is that Fox News deliberately not only knew that they were promoting information that wasn't true, but their goal was this: it was to do damage. They had a malice goal towards Dominion voting systems. Okay, now that's uh, I'm talking about the the coverage of this and how this is being used. And 
I might add, in some instances successfully, to convince even people who recognize liberal bias in the media that this sort of thing needs to be remedied and that Fox News did something wrong by allowing accusations to be aired that some of the hosts themselves did not believe. Now, I got to be honest with you, when I first heard it presented in that fashion that I can't believe that they would allow claims to be made that they weren't that they knew weren't true. My first thought was that's exactly what they should be doing as a news outlet. Otherwise, if if you are not doing that, then what are you doing? This is the problem we have in this country, is that we have media outlets that only report news that they believe to be true. Every biased report that is put out there by MSNBC and CNN or these other outlets, it's because that's what they believe to be true. When they hear claims that they think are untrue, like let's use the the, uh, Wuhan lab as an example. Because the great Fauci claimed that it was not true and there was no truth to it and because you know their their leaders in the democrat party all had that same talking point they ch- they believed it which is why collectively they all censored as best as possible any information that was out there regarding the the um uh, evidence that in fact it was a wuhan lab leak this was the big to do at the Washington Times with uh, um, uh, Senator Cotton in Arkansas uh, referencing that. And you had a bunch of those that that worked at the New York Times that protested the fact that he was even allowed to print that because that's not true. And because they did not believe it, they thought that it should not be printed. The deep state played off of this bias played off of this idea that people in media should only print information that they believe is true. That whole letter with the 51 former intelligence uh, folks claiming that the Hunter laptop story wasn't true, that they used that as a tool within that bias system to prevent that story from getting out there because that allowed... Democrats in the media to believe that it was Russian disinformation. And because they believed that that was the truth and they believed anyone who said otherwise wasn't telling the truth, it gave them the internal permission to censor it, to not report on it. Remember the exchange that Leslie Stahl had with Trump and Trump asked her, why on earth aren't you covering this? And she's like, well, there's no it's not true. We shouldn't have to. We have a contradiction going on because there now some people on the left want the complete state run media. And and you've got the Chuck Schumers that essentially are acknowledging that in these interviews saying that government should come in and and you know, take care of these media outlets that are spreading information that they don't want to be spread. But you will oftentimes get 
people that are, I don't want to say outraged, but they'll hear somebody like Lester Holt or others that talk about, well, there's no reason to present both sides of the story because we're right. And I think even the average American politics aside, they hear that and they think, well, I don't agree with that. I don't think that people in the media should only report on or cover stories or interview people who agree with them. Well, is that not what Fox News is accused of doing here? Of, of, of still covering uh, Sidney Powell, still covering Rudy Giuliani, even if they are making allegations that they personally don't believe? Now, again, the legal case itself is separate, and it's, it should anyhow, of course, in this day and age, with our, our, our court systems, and we saw this play out a couple of weeks with the foreman down in, in Georgia, that 30-year-old gal who was all giggly over the, the lawsuits regarding election fraud and so forth. Uh, but according to our laws and our protections, uh, the lawsuit itself should not go very far. But that aside, just in this, this narrative that is being created— that Fox News has done something wrong because they gave airtime to people with whom they did not believe. But then if we have somebody say, well, there are no two sides of the story. There's only our side of the story. So we should not afford airtime to the other side of the story. That somehow upsets us. And it should. But you can't have it both ways. Because that's exactly what Fox News is accused of doing. Allowing a perspective that Tucker Carlson did not necessarily agree with. Allowing a perspective from somebody like Sidney Powell specifically that Laura Ingram thought was a little Looney Tunes. This is how freedom of the press should work. And if we want honesty... then what needs to happen are media outlets that go back to the days in which they allowed people to present their position and somebody comes on and they're going to say all sorts of weird, crazy things like, all right, but, you know, hey, you're a U.S. senator or you you are somebody that can have an impact on what's going on, so we're going to let people hear your thoughts, but we're also going to let these people over here give their thoughts as well uh, that way, and then our viewers get to make a decision. As to which side they believe, not make those choices for us. And that's what they're accusing Fox News of doing, not making that choice for you. And instead, allowing people that were significant to the issue of the day, give their position, even if they didn't necessarily agree with it. We should not discourage that. We should encourage it. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. Regarding my position here that we should want media outlets to cover stories, even if the hosts, the journalists, whatever their position may be, don't necessarily agree with it or believe in it. 
And this is what Fox News is being accused of doing when it came to uh, some of the concerns of election. And they're being sued by Dominion Voting Systems is that that even though they knew what Sidney Powell or even they they I, I don't even like to use the term new. They believed. What Sidney Powell was saying didn't make any sense. They still covered her anyway, and they should not have done that. Now, I think that that's part of the problem we have in this country, is that instead of media outlets saying, here's what they say, here's what they say, here's what's going on, by the way. This is everything that's going on. These are all the people involved. Here are their accusations. These are what they're saying. So there you go. Have at it. Figure out what you want from it. But instead, they're deciding, I'm going to figure out what the truth is, and that's the only information you're going to get. Uh, so one of the uh, messages saying, I understand your point, but it seems some of the shows on Fox were promoting it as truth, including Trump. So unbiased reporting kind of goes out the window. Uh, I don't think it's wrong, but consistency of unbiased reporting among all news sources is important. Lately, it's a failure. Basically, we have too many opinion shows, not enough neutrality. It's a problem across the board. Well, number one, who decides what's neutral? This is where you get into danger, and this is where the left traps people because they say, well, the idea of neutrality is fantastic, right? Well, that means we have to have somebody make that decision. Guess who gets to make it? Now, that text, actually, the the, the solution in that messaging is right there, and that is the, the belief of the person who texted that in that some of the shows were kind of promoting it. Well, that's okay, and you made that decision. That should be up for that. That should be a decision that everyone makes for themselves, not the government. News in 60 seconds. I'm Nick Reed.